there we go. Hello and welcome to another wonderful week of Zombros. This week I am joined with my co-hosts so with the most productive weeks, week after week after week. Johnny J25, how you doing? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. But more importantly, we don't care about us this week. Not even a little bit, because we are ecstatic to have one of the zombie OGs, one of the classic Call of Duty YouTubers in the community coming off a hiatus. That guy who camps. How are you doing, Jeff? Thank you for coming on the podcast. Wow, wow, that was a, that was an intro, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, man, I'm doing great. Just enjoying my Sunday morning. It's uh, 70 degrees or so out, and uh, yeah, just loving life. What's up? Oh, that's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Well, I think both me and John have an array of questions we're so excited to ask you about because you've been in the Call of Duty and the zombie community for so long. So, John, do you do you want to jump into it first? Yeah. Well, let's. I, I guess let's. Just get people up to speed for those. Yes, perfect. Let's give a background. So you were you went on a I guess was it six year hiatus? About seven years, six and a half. Yeah, six and a half, seven years. And so I've I've watched the video of like when you were talking about how like Handler was the one who got you kind of back into um like just just posting videos again. So do you mind just giving like a little brief version of that story for those who might not be aware? How I know Handler. Um, um, not just how you know Handler, handler but like, you know, how Handler, handler like convinced you to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. So, just to keep it short, we, we kind of reconnected at when VO4 came, came out and we started playing. playing. And he was posting videos at the time and just getting a couple hundred views, but he kept doing it throughout VO4. And then Modern Warfare comes out and he really starts doing it more. And I'm just like watching his videos. And, you know, he makes it good, non clickbaity videos. And, uh, you know, I just like to be around that kind of energy. And, you know, he, he got me a capture card. And, uh, because, like, I, I had an HD PVR for the 360, right, guys? That doesn't work on the PS4. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he got me an Elgato, and then uh, I was off to the races. And, uh, you know, it still took me some time just, like, figuring out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to go about doing things. Um, but, yeah, I feel like things have gone well. And he's a homie, and, you know, his channel's blowing up like crazy right now, guys. It's, uh, it's absurd, like, how well his channel's doing for, you know, how many subs and views he has. Yeah. Um, I remember the PVR. That, that's got to be probably sitting in a closet somewhere. Yep. Yeah. All the wires Those that are... came with it. Oh, my God. It was such a pain. I, I, I mean, my mentality was if it wasn't broke, don't fix it. And, mm -hmm. you know, it worked for me all these years. It's fair. Mm -hmm. Save a lot of money that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I'm, it was so big, though, bulky, especially now, like the Elgados are so tiny. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. One feature I really like of the PVR is when you're live, like there's a blue light, you know, it's just mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when you posted like your first video in seven years, was that was that like scary? Was that nervous or were you, was it just like same old, same old? What was that like? Uh, well, yeah, it was it was a big thing, man. You know, coming back to something after you haven't done it for seven years. Um, and, you know, I felt like it was a coin flip. I had no idea what to expect, whether whether it would go OK or not. And I was like fully ready to accept the consequences slash circumstances either way but you know you you just you never know until you try so yeah i feel like the response was pretty good though i mean i i saw it and i was like oh shit you're back yeah 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 it was it was a bit of a somber story but you know there's just some things i wanted to say before i could uh move on and have a good time sure and i think you're having a good time i was watching some of your clips all oh, the clutches all oh, those clutches you stockpiled i was like god damn it yes oh 
<laughs> I was sitting on a bit of a gold mine. What can I say? I, I had some oh, stuff saved up. It's so good. And when I, one of your commentaries, you were commenting about, I know I'm going to do very a little bit, but I, just, I got to bring it up because you were talking about how you want to see World at War remastered. And now seeing all these mm-hmm. amazing multiplayer gameplays. I just remember so much of World at War was so much fun to me. And even from the multiplayer side, what in particular makes you want to have that remaster of Call of Duty World at War? Yeah, yeah. So I got an Xbox 360 back in 2008 and it, like in the middle of COD 4's life cycle, you know, so I wasn't there at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But for World at War, I was there day one, bro, oh, pre-ordering at GameStop yes. to get like the flamethrower bonus edition yes. carbine stuff. <laughs> and um, like I, that was the most excited I'd ever been for a game to come out, dude. And I, I still remember like the night that game came out and me and my friends just hanging and, and just like. Uh, dude, so like the game came out in November, right? Yeah. And I was 10th prestige in World at War by February, dude. I played so much. I didn't even have Turtle Beaches at the time, and I was just a, a filthy casual, but I was having the time of my life. Oh, that's Yeah, the awesome. multiplayer was great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. And I, I have such vivid memories of like definitely like Search and yeah. Destroy 2 when you're like cranking yes. the bomb and you're putting it on uh, the location oh to like Roundhouse and you're like in the cornfields and you're on top. Or It might not be Roundhouse, yes. that one. I think it's a different one. It's much longer. Castle. Yeah, they don't oh. make maps like they used oh, to. That's my for sure. God. Just so many of those iconic moments. And when I saw one of your latest videos, you just hit me with those wave of nostalgia. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so happy we're having them on. <laughs> well, this is great. <laughs> Dude, that, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So still, let's flesh out in case, again, people aren't familiar. Like you, some of your classic series, the way you would just jump on, you'd play with randoms and Call of Duty zombies. Yes. I think one, I, I believe this is, I couldn't track it down, but weren't you one of the guys that would stand in the elevator on five and troll people? Wasn't that one of your videos? Uh, or? I, I think I had one video on my second channel of a really old game mm-hmm. on five where me and my friends were just going up and down the elevator and we were kind of <laughs> just screwing unintentionally screwing each other. Yeah. Yeah, well, we were trying, we were on like round 34 player yeah. and you know at the time that's pretty high so we're like messing around at that point but um no i, I didn't do that on a regular basis right, right, uh, right. you might be thinking of someone else but there was that in one of my videos yeah uh, well i remember thoroughly enjoying it because it wasn't it wasn't in the realm of like not good fun it wasn't like haha screw these kids it was like haha we're so good we're just now basically competing against each other we're just sort yes, of yes, trying yes. to see how we can outdo each other and that was that's a very like classic zombie thing we don't really see as much anymore we don't really uh-huh. see that opportunity uh, but then again there is rush mode so i'd be curious to know what you think of, of rush and uh, did you dabble with that at all in black ops 4 uh, we're talking about it on black ops 4 yeah. um yeah well, no, I haven't played it all. Okay, okay <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, I don't know if we're going to discuss all the Call of Duties at some point, yeah. but uh, yeah, I have I have some things to say oh, about Black Ops. Absolutely, it, we'll, we'll take our time. We, we got no rush. I, I, I'd like to jump around, so I'll go back to John. Sorry, just so exciting to hear all this. <laughs> I want to. I want. I want to know. So, like, what? How do you think the community compares to now? Say, like seven eight nine years ago like like just you coming back all these years now now do you mean like the zombie community or youtube community as a whole um let's just start with like the call of duty like space on youtube Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah there's there's definitely a lot more people doing it now and you know with warzone just coming out that's a big free-to-play title Mm -hmm. like the first free-to-play god br from activision ever and you know i I think fortnite is kind of on the decline and all the people are switching over Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot more mainstream people into call of duty now and that's definitely good for the brand and um 
as far as like YouTube goes, you know, it's, you know, like what, what worked back in the day and got a lot of views and likes and all that stuff still works now. Well, maybe if like a video is super kind of like, I don't want to say shady, but, but just kind of like shady, yeah. um, you know, it, it'll get a lot of views, but maybe a little, little more dislikes because people are kind of keen to that thing now. And, you know, um, but anyway, yeah, you know, like people make kind of videos they want to make and whether it's for money or fun or both, you know, and I, I, I just don't really think about that stuff anymore. I just let people do what they do and I do what I do. Right on. Had you been like keeping tabs on like various Call of Duty YouTubers as you were kind of like on your hiatus or did you just kind of? Um, well, stuff? let's see. I, I did watch Drama Alert for a long time. <laughs> Classic. Uh, he's my boy. We, we go way back. Um, and then uh, as far as YouTubers, I actually spent a lot of time on Twitch uh, mm -hmm. watching like nothing Call of Duty related. I actually I, I don't really enjoy watching Call of Duty on Twitch. I mean, I, I do watch a few pros and like some wager matches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But really, I, I watched a lot of Super uh, Smash Brothers Melee. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's the best eSport, man. I've been watching since 2013, 2014, oh. and it's only gotten better in the storylines and who's going to be the best player every year. Wombo combo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Happy feet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, and then I also watched a lot of Pokemon speedrunning, like the mm -hmm. Pokemon Red Blue speedrunning community, and and like I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy called Worcester. Uh, um, no, I don't think so. He is a massive rager, and he'll get really mad at like Pokemon Fire Red because he, like the Caterpie will the Caterpie won't get in the Pokeball, and like he's <laughs> on a speedrun and he's trying to get world record. And there's some really funny old videos of him, but um, yeah, I, I didn't really keep up too much on Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Like I know the competitive scenes kind of popping and um well they recently just switched from twitch to youtube but um yeah yeah sorry if that answer was all over the no, place it's a big question. but it, i think you make a really good point though about like warzone really bringing like call of duty back into the mainstream mm -hmm. it yeah. seems as though like so lately zombies has been doing really well on youtube and i think part of why that is is that there's just a lot more eyes on call of duty in general because of warzone mm -hmm. and i don't know if i don't know reed if you saw this or jeff if you saw this but i think yesterday like Activision announced that Warzone will be an ongoing thing and like integrate with like future Call of Duty. I did not see that. Is. That's great news. That is the move they need to do to keep it alive and not exhaust uh -huh. everybody. Every game with gotta buy Modern Warfare, gotta buy Black Ops Four, Black Ops Six yeah. to to stay yeah. playing and stay so, active. Yeah, you saying that kind of that's news to me. Um, I, I you know I, I knew they were going to support it for at least a year. Um, but I, I don't know what that means for Black Ops 5s necessarily. Like, is Vonderhaar still going to make Blackout 2? You know, is that happening? Mm -hmm. Because that's uh, that's my main interest. I, I think Blackout overall is a better, more skill-based BR than Warzone, mm -hmm. but I don't mind Warzone. So. so from my understanding, I think I think so. Blackout is just kind of done and shelved. Um, yes. And, and what will happen is, so in the same way that you can download Modern Warfare and play Warzone for free, you'll be able to download Black Ops 5 or whatever the next Call of Duty is and play the latest version of Warzone. And it'll probably hmm. be tailored to, um, to Blackout. Interesting. We'll have to see how that plays out. Is David still is, with is, Treyarch? Is, yeah, I, th actually, I thought he was. I actually just Googled that. Yes. I don't think he's with. Or is he? Yes, he, 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 I don't know if you saw his Twitter, but he's like, I, yeah, I still work at Activision after 15 years. He's like, here gotcha. to 15 more or something like that. But yeah, there was, I don't know how, how deep you guys want to get into it, but he had some pretty hot tweets. Uh, I remember. Uh, a while well, back. Yeah, 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 absolutely remember that. Yeah. And, and Jason <laughs> left as well. And I mean, we've yeah. seen quite a lot of moving around internally at Treyarch in, in the time since the last release. So that's why I, I don't even, I don't have a clue what the yeah. structure, the layout of the company is going to be for this uh, next release. release. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Jason for a minute? Sure. Um, I, I'm not going to get too deep into the rumors or speculation, but I think part of what happened was he was a guy that really fed off people's emotion and energy from the community, right? Sure. And I, I think when Black Ops 4 just kind of failed in the way it did, mm-hmm. that really crushed him on a personal level. And like, mm-hmm. do you guys remember when Gorod Kurobi came out, right? Mm-hmm. And he had uh, Mr. Awful Waffles Milo at the studio yep. and they were sitting in like some theater watching the opening cinematic together and like just like, you know, how happy he looked and like mm-hmm. you know that's the kind of thing he lived for and i think with black ops 4 it, it he sort of lost that and uh you know like the money doesn't matter for him you know he does this mm-hmm. probably for like the joy of it and you know he made mob of the dead and shadows of evil and those are like two of the best zombie maps ever in my opinion mm-hmm. well, i remember it was fascinating i was i was with him when black ops 4 dropped i was at the studio mm-hmm. and I, wow. had, like, a, I had a conversation with him like this was just kind of off the record about like um like where he thinks like this is going in the future and this isn't me saying anything that's like mind-breaking or like a revelation but like it just sounded like from talking to him that he was in this for the long run like yeah wow yeah really big conversation i had with him that day i was like the way he the way he had explained it described me as like he's gonna keep doing this for as long as possible which was why it was so i mean it wasn't surprising in the sense of like if you paid attention to the news you kind of knew and read the writing on the wall that this was coming but if you had asked me that in November, about two years ago, when I had talked to him that day, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think Activision kind of pinned zombies not working on him, maybe, potentially? He's management, right? So I, I, this is pure speculation to me, but that's it's got to fall somewhere, right? If, if, if it's a mismanaging problem, if it is like they didn't sell as much as zombie chronicles did they're looking for growth numbers they want to see revelations was a high selling dlc why are all the bo4 dlcs probably not selling as well as all the bo3 dlcs that's got to show up at somebody's desk right that that some somebody who might be completely out of touch with all of it's still going to just look at the numbers and go jason's not doing as well so we we should change it we got to do something else having no idea how any of the community works or what you know we might have had an off year with bo4 in that sense numbers wise yeah so he just might have got in the short end of the stick in that respect yeah i I gotta say the worst part of black ops 4 for me was you know it's a simple thing too right black ops 3 they introduced gobble gums uh, microtransactions and zombies Mm -hmm. but i thought the way they did gobble gums like if they're gonna have microtransactions and zombies like do it that way Mm -hmm. that was so perfect it was like one around but then with black ops 4 you have four elixirs and you can pop them at all the times you know it it was just it was a little too much for me and um you know it had like four different difficulty modes like no that's way too much you know black ops mm-hmm. you can have easy mode that's fine and then just have normal but don't do all this other stuff and i feel like with zombies less is more and, and when you add in too much stuff it just kind of kind of ruins it that's what i've been saying for yeah a while, yeah <laughs> we've been yeah. echoing that for since this whole learning process right on yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's tough from Call of Duty's perspective. It's like if they if they let's say release Keanu Dare Toten today, mm-hmm. you'd have the community up in arms being like, "Where's the suit? Where's the main Easter egg? Where's all the side quests?" Where's nah, the- you'd get a vocal yeah. part of the community being like, "Oh, you've you've given us a half baked map." But yeah, yeah. You know, at the same time, is also the one of the most beloved maps of all time. So it's hard yeah. to go forward then go back. So I see where Call of Duty's at, but I, I really do think Black Ops Five or whatever they do next strip it down make it as simple as could be yes yes and and, you know but guys you got to admit like the day black ops 4 was announced our minds were blown right three maps at launch. oh my god yes yes it it really got our you know captured my imagination of Mm -hmm. what could be you know and that was such a good time period for black ops 4 i feel like 
And uh, honestly, like out of all the maps in Black Ops 4, I have to say Classified is the only one that's okay. Just because it feels the mm -hmm. most like classic zombies in a lot of ways. Yeah. John, you were a big proponent of that as well. Yeah. And they fixed the RNG of the teleporters. Classified does hold up from a gameplay perspective. I think one of the best out of all the maps, uh, yes. just from classic zombies. I definitely enjoyed Ancient Evil's gameplay loop a lot because of the gauntlets and the setting. But... It's very much into the Black Ops 4 system, which is, is such a departure. It is such a darn departure uh -huh. from what the game was. I mean, you have constant challenges being popped off, which are cool because you're getting bonuses and it's sort of giving a little bit of an arcade feel. But in the same respect, if you're looking back at zombies, if you're trying to keep it simple, it's just like, oh, my God. Oracle never shuts up. Why do I have to do all these challenges here? Specialist yeah. weapons are everywhere. We have the all the mini bosses that explode at you constantly throughout the chaos maps is extremely jarring and occasionally overwhelming for the players that aren't looking for that Call of Duty zombie experience. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned right there that the narrative was like too much in the Oracle always talking to you. Mm -hmm. I, I specifically remember with Black Ops 4. There was no campaign, right? Yeah. So all those campaign people were oh. now into zombies and multiplayer, and they maybe added way more narrative than there was in the past. And maybe I, I feel with zombies, like sometimes less is more. And if it's a bit ambiguous and like, you know, things are left up to the imagination, it's a little bit more fun. But if they're just talking all the time and like, shut up, you know, let me play the paragraphs. If you have subtitles on, like you remember that oh, launch, yeah. we're just like, here's a giant chunk. Um, but I, I don't know if actually that many people worked on zombies zombies narrative because i think it's just two or three people that write the whole thing okay, okay. which is okay yeah well I, yeah that's just me speculating but yeah i know you have craig houston yeah all the lead writing and then there's and another then guy that works directly with him uh-huh and i forgot his name yeah. because i suck and then <laughs> then i didn't i don't remember seeing anybody else J Jason, <laughs> really jason does him input sold and bounce ideas off yeah i know he doesn't of the direct right because we we had the opportunity we got lucky we were privileged i mean we're just uh -huh. privileged youtubers we were <laughs> flown out uh last march to ancient evil to talk to jason and craig and get a lot of the sentiment and what was going on uh at, wow. at the time for call of duty zombies and it wasn't just us it was a, a whole bunch of other youtubers as well it was a capture event for ancient evil but also talking with all them and they uh peeled back the curtain a little bit when they were still there at the studio with us trying to show us a lot of like zombies and where it's coming from in the roots and uh the, those sentiments like we can't say much thanks to ndas which is super obnoxious but th those sentiments we can definitely echo like you're saying like jason absolutely loved zombies he absolutely loved this community and he lived for that emotional connection one of the things they said the zombie chronicle uh interviews was that their favorite videos are reaction videos that blew my mind uh -huh. that they they yeah. love to see people like when the PPSH was coming out of the box and everybody was screaming when it came back in the go yeah. Kobe trailer, that shit they live for. That's the thing they really yes. key into. So uh, BO4 right had to be dev devastating to them without a doubt. The studio has been hit so hard by the community's reception of that. Um, I'm, I can't imagine what the next game is going to be like. I, I, Zombies has got to hit back in a way that I yeah. think is going to be positive. I, I can't imagine Obviously, it's not going to yeah. be. I'm just waiting to see like when the when the real. I guess they probably won't do a reveal event because mm -hmm. of all the COVID stuff. But when yeah, I guess the reveal of trailer or whatever. I'm really fascinated to see which face pops up as the new face of zombies and who takes that leadership role. Yeah, no idea other than just pure speculation. Um. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it's hard to say. I, uh, you know, I don't know if the the transit story crew is done, oh, and I, like I, I never really played the um, what is it? I don't know the chaos crew. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The, the new characters yeah. in Black Ops. 4? Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't know, or I'm not really emotionally connected to that story. Mm-hmm. I, I think if they're going to try something, they need to do the transit crew. And then also guys like Mm -hmm. at this point, almost every single zombie map has been remade except the transit maps. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's, that's something. Yeah. Uh, Well, we've discussed that it was thought to be done for black ops four. It was going to be a zombie Chronicles two was going to be released, but uh, because of how bad things went, they're probably going to move that over to a pre-order bonus for the next game. Because that'd make the most sense. You already have all the money. You have the assets. It's all made. Just upgrade to the system. They built a lot of it. They built a lot on Blackout as well. Yes, exactly. So it's like, why not? Definitely move that over. Um, The the concern is Craig is the lead writer for Chaos, and he that's his baby. He did it from from the ground up. So I I think they ended the Ether storyline, supposedly. That's what they said. But we have heard rumors of a soft reboot. Uh, That, to me, yeah, I know, right? The soft reboot, to me, would be like... I'd pretend we ever ended this. Yeah, that would be so rough for me. It would be like, oh man, guys, we're really circling the wagon here. Oh boy. Um, but with that, I, I think we we can get potentially the standalone Zombie Chronicles for the Transit Crew coming back, and hopefully Chaos will have a chance if they bring Chaos back and not do something brand new to do its own thing because it was really good when you played it in order. They definitely messed up not releasing it in sequential order, and they messed uh-huh. up releasing it with the ether storyline not finished we're 10 years we're with these guys no one cares about the new story no one wants to care about it they want to get wrapped up on on the ether storyline and then we'll move on and like you said we were encapsulated on launch we we were like oh my god new maps new storyline i think it was again a case similar to bo2 where they were just too ambitious that they wanted to try and get out ahead and bring the next uh Call of Duty zombie storyline to ease us into the transition. That should have maybe been DLC three or four. They should have really packed us into making sure Ether was done, and then maybe start easing us into the next transition of zombies. And again, obviously, Foresight's 2020. The studio had different ideas and visions where this was all going to go. Money change, game-breaking glitch on launch, totally killed their resources. So there, there is a reason why the studio. I definitely want to at least cite that because I don't think it's fair just to be like the devs are deaf and they don't understand. They, they definitely had a path. But whatever their plans were didn't work out. And I'm hoping they learn from that in Black Ops 5 or whatever the next zombie game is, is going to really champion all the mistakes that were learned in BO4. I mean, it's a perfect underdog story now. Treyarch's back to being an underdog. This is what you want to see. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's when you rally the troops, man. Like, Treyarch's been fortunate enough up up to this point to have every game be a banger, you know? Mm -hmm. So now this is the first time where they got to kind of step it up and, you know, show us what they got. So, yeah, I'm excited. And one other minor thing about Black Ops 4 compared to Black Ops 3 Dude, the graphics were ass, man. Like, that was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was scaled down in Black Ops 4 because they had to do Blackout. Mm -hmm. And I think they decided everything's going to run on the Blackout engine. And to have 100 players Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, like, you need to cut corners somewhere, you know? And I think Black Ops 4 was just a little too cartoony for me. And Black Ops 3 was grittier and just 
more visually appealing to play and watch. Oh, by far. Like when you talk grittiness, World at War is always like the bar for me. Obviously, the graphics yeah. they don't keep Hell up to yeah. this day. Like I, I play on PC, uh, World at War, and sometimes I look at Dorit's now when I'm getting footage for stuff. I'm just like, oh, you're so old, baby. Oh yeah, god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because you see a Zombies Chronicle map remastered in HD, or even the Giant on Black Ops Three. Uh, it, yeah. It's unbelievable the detail that's in there when you put Kino Deer Toten Zombie Chronicles next to Kino Deer Toten on. Um, Black Ops 1, there's no comparison. It's absolutely gorgeous. But it's those gameplay systems that keep you coming back to some of the, whether it's the nostalgia that we just love rolling around it on the classic maps, or it's because the preference of the gameplay systems, uh, it's something else to be exploring all those maps and then get to BO4. And it's something where one of my buddies brought up it's too clean like i feel like you you nailed it in another way where he says it's not gritty enough he goes like all the maps everything just looks perfect like we're supposed to be he brought up ancient evil when i was talking to him and this city that's been lost forever everything's perfect like there's there's no it's not like go rock crovey you're the whole city's literally falling apart yeah it feels <laughs> like you're on a set or something almost exactly yeah, yeah. exactly exactly it's artificial yes mm-hmm. exactly I guess for a game makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's a game, so this is where you get into the nuance of it all, right? It's tough. But so, of of like all the Black Ops formats, would you say um, Classified was your favorite? I mean, it's the one I played the most. We tried to get a couple 3P and 4P world records on that map. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we succeeded or not. Um, My case has been so long. And Mm -hmm. I I tried playing Blood of the Dead, but I I just never got into it, man. And I, I really enjoyed Mob of the Dead. But when I did initially play Blood of the Dead, I'm just like, man, this is so much bigger and like just felt kind of convoluted. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's the whole Black Ops 4 system in general was it. Oh, yeah. And then at launch, wasn't it like a a a three hit down on normal and then they made it a four hit down and like, yeah, yeah, they they really didn't know what they were doing. And they do. And then like, there was no juggernaut and all Mm -hmm. the perks and the whole perk system was like, you know, I get they tried something new, but Mm -hmm. it kind of failed in my opinion and the pro perk thing. And like, again, it's just too complicated, you know? Yeah. Like zombies was so successful because it was simple and anyone could pick it up and play. And you you can't say that about black ops four. Yeah. I've I've, I've hit this ad nauseum where it's like, if you want to play some maps, you need to have like a laptop open with you. Mm-hmm. quickly google guides like yep. oh, how to build this thing yep um mob of the dead is or blood of the dead is such an anomaly right back to it in the sense of you know it's one of the most requested maps i think we've ever seen ever and um i know matt mc sports talk has been doing like a lot of polls and stuff on twitter mm-hmm. lately to try to like i guess find a definitive listing of maps in order yep and i'm seeing a lot of blood of the dead hate and like i've known i've known that people don't like blood of the dead for a while but man it's just so interesting to have a map that was so requested yet flop so hard yeah well i think it I, deals with the exactly, gameplay loop yeah and I, but the thing is i'm i'm not sure why like i would agree that i don't really like blood of the dead that much but i can't I can't put my tongue on why. Uh, well, let me put throw some ideas out there. Um, I know where I've, I've had a structure because I, I like to defend why or why not I like a map. And obviously maps are very, they derive a lot from your play style and your opinions. That's something that I've had to grow on over the years that some people are just going to adore grinding in a, in a gameplay. So th- to me, that's not as enjoyable in zombies in the sense of like grinding levels to get your gun to the max prestige that it can be when we were used to already get it out of the box, pack a punch it, you're ready to go. Keep playing. Anybody can get in and play the same uh 
playing field. So let's go to Blood of the Dead. Blood of the Dead is one of these strange maps where it's narrative, I think, it's so well, so good on paper. It's this, I, the whole Easter egg quest is all about Richtofen going through stages of grief. Blood of the Dead, to me, worked better as a movie. Like, I, I would rather watch Blood of the Dead than play Blood of the Dead, because gameplay-wise, you go through so many loops. And, and to get stuff quests now are way longer than normal. The Golden Sport quests, forget it. It's like 30 steps to go and get wow. just a basic Golden Spork, Spork Knife, rather, the Spork Knife. It's about 30 steps for a single Easter egg. Who the hell wants to do that? And trying to get the Magma Gat is a whole bunch of steps. And normally, what we've now grown into over time is main Easter egg quests are the main thing people do. And it's not solo-friendly. Black Ops 4 punches solo players in the face. It has no interest in making sure you have a good time. It's especially when in terms of Easter eggs, because how yeah. many steps you got to sit down and you, there's a Simon says step in the main Easter egg, all the gameplay challenges for the blood of the dead quest aren't fun for the single player player. And even for teams, I know it's nauseating to try and play the blood of the dead Easter egg with that said, some people are going to love that. So I don't want to downplay. If you love the Blood of the Dead Easter egg, you love the gameplay, that's your style. But a majority of the community was not receptive to that. So now you take away the main quest, and the side quests take forever. What are we left with, right, inside Blood of the Dead? Like, what's what's the core mechanics of the map? Where's the gameplay loop? You have a really big map that's not as good, doesn't have afterlife mode. You, had, you remember a better experience with Blood of the Dead. Pack-a-punch is a pain in the ass to go find. And, and Blood of the, or Mob of the Dead, you knew, get on the plane. All right, I'm going over there. It's a pain to go run around and pick up all the canisters, but at least you knew where it was. You can go to the places, and I might be missing some indication on screen at this point. It's not obvious to me, but if it's not obvious to me, I imagine it's not obvious to other people. Where the Where's Pack? You can go all the way to the top, right, after you unlock it, and it's not there. Okay, let me go all the way to Power Garage. You go over to the Power Garage. It's not in power. Shit, it's in the third place all the way by spawn. And there's not a transportation system that gets you to pack a punch efficiently. So now you're slowing down the upgrade process, which, by the way, you have to upgrade the gun four or five times just to get a maxed powered gun. So it's this artificial barriers. It's this extension of game. It's a map that we loved, but it's it's slowed down artificially because it's Black Ops 4. you got to pack a punch the game. Pack a punch is put in all these different locations that you're not used to. You can't optimize... Um, Blood of the Dead quite like you could uh, Mob of the Dead. And I think all that impacts a lot of the poor receptions of it gameplay-wise, let alone the narrative and the, the Easter egg quest is so horribly convoluted compared to the other one. You can get that done in like 20 minutes. 30 minutes you can be done two-player. Mob of the Dead one's light. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get, like, the golden spork in, like, two steps, man. Yeah, yeah. And it was so good. It was, like, one shot to, like, 30, 35, something like that. Oh, yeah. No. And, and, you, and, you know, I like, Black Ops 4, man, it's just, like, that's... When I think about zombies, I don't think about that game, you know? I, I think about the classics. I think about World at War. I think about Black Ops mm -hmm. 1, Black Ops 2. Mm -hmm. And I, I was actually pretty invested in the, uh, the story back in the day, like, in World at War yeah. and Black Ops 1. I thought it was really cool, but I think where it kind of took a turning point for me and where I just kind of stopped caring and checked out was mm -hmm. at some point in black ops three, when they introduced like the alien apothecons and I'm like, all right, well, what is this? You know? I feel and, that. And, like, <laughs> yeah, at least the original story was somewhat based in reality, yeah. you know, and it seemed plausible, but then it just kind of, you know, went off the wall for me. And you know, I, I love breaking bad, better call Saul. Like I, I appreciate oh, my good writing. My man. And that, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes they just the zombie story is kind of overhyped, and oh. you know, you guys seem really into it. And no shots at you guys, no, but um, you know, no, no, overhyped we've, we've understatement. Gone, we've, we've gone from story people yeah. to uh-huh. being like bitter uh, <laughs> old people like in the zombie bitter, community. Like bitter old bitching about it or like oh, bitter yeah. exes with the story yeah like, yeah those of us used to be massive story guys and that's what we kind of base our channels around uh-huh but and then we've gotten so disillusioned with the story that like i don't cover the story anymore i get people still asking me to do like zombie storyline q a's which back in the day was like my main series okay the series with a 10-foot pole yep fuck uh, well, yeah <laughs> no thank you that's unfortunate so I, I i have this memory i don't know what interview it was but um they were basically saying so for like the original maps like world at war and black ops one maps you know a lot of the characters just had one-liners and like they're they're you know racist stereotypes and shit and mm-hmm. um like oh yeah time to pack a punch for the midnight launch or something you know like quotes like that but anyway what what they would do is they would basically come up with these one-liners all the writers and they would stand up in front of each other and, and do like stand-up and if people in the crowd laugh, they're like, yeah, that's good. Let's use that one. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I love that kind of style of writing and just, you know, incorporating that into uh, the game. I, I thought that was really cool. I feel very strongly about the writing of the original guys. And uh, I kept hearing you can't do that anymore. We, we can't we can't right, write them right. like that because of PC culture. And I just disagree. Uh, we have it sunny in Philadelphia. If it works, it works. Uh, it's just like stick to your art. Don't compromise. Yeah. And I feel like and the game. Yeah, the game's rated M. Man, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, but then the cartoon vibes and it, yeah, that's for years. I think there's been a battle. I'd say even Black Ops One, the like remastered maps felt cartoony. Going from World at War to the Bo One remasters, I'm like, what the hell is this cartoon crap? It felt yeah. like so jarring to see the colors that they were. It was just like. COD's always been battling with his identity over the years. The more successful it gets, the more cartoony it gets to try and appeal to a broader basis. But its roots are some of the reasons why I know at least I fell in love with Call of Duty because it was these gritty retellings about war and taking you through these experiences. And there, remember, there's death quotes that used to let you know how bad war was. Now, right. I mean, that shit doesn't even happen inside any campaigns that don't even exist in some Call of Duty games anymore. Yeah, it, it's a weird duality. I, I do want to do a quick shout out though when you said you're big uh breaking bad and uh better call saul fan how great is vince gilligan i just the way he can position a camera and tell something narratively just by the positioning of a camera it's i'm just blown away by him it just blows my mind his ability like a a lot of what he does is just non-verbal and the way he does things like you know, actions speak louder than words. 100%. And if you pick up on the symbolism and what he does, it, it's incredible. And the fact that he's been able to maintain Breaking Bad the way he did, did the El Camino movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much involvement he has in Better Call Saul, but I know his, his right-hand man, Peter Gould, mm-hmm. is the lead on that. And uh, it, it's just such a, ca- a talented crew and cast. And I don't think there'll be anything ever like it again after, I love it. Yeah. after Saul concludes. How much long? How, how far into Better Call Saul are they right now? Pretty far. Uh, five, six seasons? Yeah. Well, now next season will be the last season, actually. Okay. I haven't. It is going back. Yeah, I just he where I caught up, he just got his name. He finally changed his name to yeah. Saul. So I got to watch the rest of that. I think that was the beginning of the last season. Then not the last season, but the most recently released season. And then they have a last season after that. Then yes, yeah, and okay. dude, like Better Call Saul. Like I love Breaking Bad, but Better Call Saul just makes me laugh out loud. Like oh yeah, rewatch the 
pilot, man. That shit is <laughs> hilarious, man. Just everything about it. Oh, and, I've, heard it's, I've heard it's better than Breaking Bad. Would you? Would well, you well because think about it like this, right? Since the writers have done Breaking Bad, they've only evolved and gotten better at what they do in their craft, you know? Yeah. So, of course, that's going to show up in the show. And, um, yeah, I, it, it, they really set the stage well for next season. Yeah. So Ooh, we'll I'm, see what happens. I'm I love very Breaking excited. Bad. I feel like it's it's one of the f- very few shows in the history of television that get better with each season. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Camino, Game of Thrones was doing that for a while, oh, and then, well, oh, then they you know. oh. <laughs> El Camino was a great like blast from the past. I thought it was I, like I didn't love it, but I thought it was good enough. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll probably watch Better Call Saul once they wrap it up, so I can just binge. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling Mike is by far one of my favorite what they've done with him oh, and his I story arcs. Mike was, Mike was my favorite. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just goddamn is is his is his writing I I adore. And, and just oh how certain things develop. No. Nah, when you I watch it. it. It's almost like Jonathan Banks was born to play that character. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Uh, I think it's like the third or fourth episode in the first season is what got me hooked on Better Call Saul because yes, it was yes, just so exactly it was so isolated with Mike. I'm like, this could have been a movie in its own. Wow. Yeah, was, I love that was, episode. It was like a bottle episode, but it was a really good one. Oh, OK. I had to get that out because <laughs> you brought it up. Right, 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 right. yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we take a minor derailment? Because sure. I want to I want to talk about your I know we we're talking about Black Ops 4, but I want to talk about what is probably I think like your biggest video ever and one of the biggest oh, yeah. zombies videos ever. Yeah, you're uh, the newbiest player in zombies I've ever seen. This video <laughs> fascinates me. Right. It has, it has, I think, eight and a half million views, something like that. Um close to it and i and i did some research to try to figure out where this falls in the like the lore of zombies videos if you look up the most viewed zombies videos of all time and remove every video from vanos gaming because he's just on another level i think you i think that's like the fifth most viewed zombies video ever or something like that wow i i never knew that that's that's really sick to hear Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um i'm just, and i'm just curious from like your perspective i mean this uh-huh. video is now nine almost it'll be nine years old this summer i guess um did you like realize you were standing on like an amazing video like this when um you- well i mean if you can hear from the if you hear from the commentary i just woke up and like i was just man it was just another video for me and um What's funny is in that video, I gave my friends Montage a shout out. And of all the videos to give him a shout out, I guess that was the one. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's a really good video if you watch that montage. But yeah, no, man, I, I was just I used to play zombies with randoms back in the day all the time. And like even before I posted it back in like 2010, when I was playing Modern Warfare, I, I just like have my iPod in, you know, listen to headphones and uh, music. And I just play zombies with randoms all the time. And then, you know, Black Ops 1 comes out and the maps start releasing. And something about Call of the Dead, I just love that map so much. I thought Ascension was too easy and Call of the Dead was just great for playing with randoms. And um, yeah, I, I found that Killer Jason guy and, uh, you know, I, I did what I do and... <laughs> Um, you know, what's funny is that video, I don't think it went viral right away. What mm-hmm. happened was there was a Black Ops 2, you know, like before the game comes out, pre-release, they have trailers like hyping up the single player, multiplayer zombies, right? Mm-hmm. There was a, um, a single player trailer that happened. And for some reason, my video was the automatic next like recommended video after you watch the trailer oh, on like recommended. Treyarch and Call of Duty's official channel. And like. I, I didn't plan that, you know, mm-hmm. it, that's like, that was out of my control. Like, uh, I guess it, I was just, it the, was it the, I, I wonder, was it like, I think it was like the vet and the noob. I remember that series of trailers. 
Uh, no, that was Modern Warfare 3. This was a uh, like Black Ops 2 trailer. Like the Black Ops 2 hadn't come out yet is my point. And, mm-hmm. and like these were like around E3 time, E3 2012, there was like a really a really gritty single player trailer. And I think mm-hmm. that's where my video initially took off. And then gotcha. I, I had no idea how the algorithms work and but you know, but yeah, I actually had an organic like organically made natural, you know, viral video and uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Well, it's hilarious. Oh, you're you're going to get into it. Yeah, it's like you just woken up. I think halfway through the video, you're talking about like your upcoming classes for the semester. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It it felt like to me classic 2010, 2011 YouTube. Yeah, I'm just going to jump on and do a commentary about God knows what. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still like to have that mentality somewhat. Obviously, no one does videos like that anymore, but I think that kind of makes them all that more special in a way. Sort yes, of, you know, very much so. Me and John were discussing that. It's just like you can you've jumped back on to fill a niche that is needed, basically, at this point, as we, we now have this wonderful nostalgia cycle. If we had a bunch of people jumping back into this, like if you had scene inners, you had Sark and Hutch and all like the classic Machinima Respawn guys, all the people that were back in the Modern Warfare two days jumping, it, it wouldn't be as as effective it wouldn't be needed i don't think the views would be there i don't think people would get excited about it but because it's so far departed and so much of youtube has become this business and this production and it's gotten bigger and bigger getting back to those roots of youtube broadcast yourself i think goes a really long way with connecting with people again being like oh god look at remember remember this the remember berries basically look how nice this is yeah Yeah, Yeah, you know, I was there before money was a thing on YouTube, and it was a completely different atmosphere, man. Sure was. Like, the people in the videos were only doing it for fun, and there was, like, I mean, sure, you know, you want to get followers and subscribers, I guess, but I, like, man, I remember the first time I ever uploaded my first video, Mm -hmm. right? I uploaded it, I went to bed, and the next day I woke up, and it had 65 views, and that was, like, the happiest I'd ever been, man. I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I feel you. You know, and then then I just kind of kept going from there, and, you know. My idols were Blame Truth and Excal, and if I could oh. ever have a fraction of the following they had, oh. that would have made me really happy. Oh my god, dude. That's so it's classic. It's so classic. I, I was posting in 2009. I was right around that time as well, just way before money got involved into the game. And it was fascinating just to see, like, X-Jaws. I think you did a dual commentary with X-Jaws. Like, these were the guys. Yeah. I actually want to talk about uh, your feelings of both zombies, competitive zombie playing, competitive multiplayer playing with these incredible players. Like, you've played with some incredible Call of Duty players. Um, what, what, uh-huh. what has that been like? Have you ever been interested in the e- esports scene and zombies? Right. You gotta talk to us about Relax again. I mean, you gotta talk to us about Relax again. Uh, I guess the world doesn't really know him, but I do, so, you know, he, he's just my boy, but... Um, mm-hmm. Sure. So, so where do you want to start? Just all the players? Wherever you want to start. I mean, competitive. Okay, um, Seriously, take tell yeah, us on, take yeah. us on story. <laughs> sure, sure. So, you know, I, like you mentioned X Jaws. I, I wasn't friends with him for very long. Sure. We did like a dual commentary or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I will say, like the first memory I had of him was like we were in a private chat because this was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's right. In Modern Warfare Two, it made you go to game chat when you played Search, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that. Was so yeah we were in a private chat talking and we were just playing modern warfare 2 and we're saying how yeah cod 4 is so much better than this bro and like uh, (laughs) that kind of conversation and um but that was like probably the most genuine moment i had with him and then you know he uh we we did the dual commentaries initially Mm. and they're both like really like shaky comment like it's so 2009 like what you said it's just classic videos that you know that's what they were back in the day but um 
Yeah, and then, you know, he kind of did what he did. He met Justin Bieber, dated a porn star, um, a bunch of other things. Yep. And yep. I really don't, yeah, I, I don't know what's happened to him, really. I, I don't keep up on a lot of people. But, um, yeah, um, you know, there's lots of other people, too, like Prodigy Joey. Yep. Uh, well, leaves me blade, um, but that's – I'm not going to get into that. Yep. Um, yeah, it's fine. Just keep going. <laughs> just we, we can say the yeah. names, but we don't have yeah. to get into all the drama because – and funny enough, oh, it's like yeah. they all have their drama in their community. Wings of Redemption, Woody's Gamer yeah. Tag, all these classic guys, and then yeah. there's just baggage. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can talk about Woody. I can talk about Wings. I can talk about how I, I put Keemstar onto Wings years before Keemstar would ever found him. Um, there's there's all kind of way, all kinds of things I could say. But yeah, we'll, we'll just talk about the relaxing. Keep it yes, zombie related. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, well, I, I, I know he's a private that, guy, so you don't have to go into yeah. too much detail. About yeah. Oh, oh, no, no. I absolutely know. I, I, I know him. You know, I'm okay. Yeah, that's, that's what we figured but, as much, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, I'm gonna do a video on him at, at some point on my channel, similar to the my thoughts on handler video. But mm -hmm. uh, give you the cliff notes. I met him back in 2011, and uh, I knew right away he was a special zombie player. Mm -hmm. And um, I, uh, I, you know, he he had less than a thousand subs when I found him, and I, I just wanted to play with him. And um, he's in Finland, so he's on a two bar, or I was on a two bar, mm -hmm. and. Um, it, that added another challenge, man. Playing with someone across the world is so fun because I feel like since World at War Zombies has only been getting easier, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when you have like kind of a difficulty modifier like bad connection, it can make a, a mundane game really exciting in some way. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, him and I would do four Ps all the time. And like these guys, like they, we would find camping strats all over the map. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we would just play like it's classic 2010, 11 zombies. And, um, uh, like, you know, also four player zombies too. the max amount of zombies per round. And I've just always been obsessed with like having the hardest round possible. And, and you know, you and three friends, that's mm -hmm. perfect, man. That is the perfect amount of people. And I hope for black ops five, they don't do like, Oh, now introducing five player zombies or something like yeah. that. Like, no, no, no. You know what you're doing with four. Like you did that right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we would play all the time. And like, while we were playing these long zombie games, uh, he, uh, do you guys remember Christian R87 or something? That name sounds familiar to be honest. Yeah, with right. Well, he was the main guy relaxing always played with, and, uh, he's in Denmark, I think. Okay. But, um, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, he's kind of a quiet guy, but he, you know, we would get him to talk and like, <laughs> he, he did a lot of online gambling and, and funny things like that. Um, <laughs> but, but me and relaxing and we're always chilling in a party at John about this and that. And, mm -hmm. He's just a really cool dude, and, and you know he's his channel's blowing up now like crazy, and he does like unboxing videos. And mm -hmm. um, but he he told me that he 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 got kind of burned out on zombies at one point, and he he did a lot for the community for a long time. And um, big time, you know, I, I totally respect that man. Like he told me he made like a hundred like what the fuck zombie compilations where it's just like crazy clips and can you know like oh, just one after the other classics <laughs> yeah 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 and he worked really hard on his videos and um you know i don't know if we'll ever do zombies again maybe someday during black ops three days we actually played mm -hmm. and uh we got like the the 4p world record on zetsubo noshima day one oh. like so you right as the map came out we were number one on the leaderboard for a period of time and then I think we had that on Gorod Krovi too. And then we would have had it on Revelations, mm -hmm. but our game crashed. So uh -oh. yeah, well, that's classic Revelations and <laughs> any DLC yeah, maps. Yeah, right when a zombie map comes out, I get really competitive about the leaderboards for like the first 12, 24 hours, you know? Because then yeah. after that, it's just like everyone has all day to play, you know? But yep. just that initial wave of 
trying to show you still got it. What a fascinating uh, perspective on all that, especially because now I see BO4 doesn't resonate because there's no leaderboards for starters. That's a, that seems oh, like a huge killer I, I, to you. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, I mean, I was just so distracted by how bad the game was, like mechanically mm-hmm. speaking, that I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, there's, there's just so many layers to where the game got more complex became more sandbox lost its identity but then took away some of the more simple things like basic leaderboards there's that genuine competitiveness that was so that was in every single call of duty zombies experience up to that point i mean black ops 2 you you speak extremely fondly of black ops 2 um which is interesting to me uh john probably is going to love you in a minute because i'm about to set you up for a question that's going to make him extremely excited but that had some of the most detailed leaderboards and that was such a competitive scene i remember how many times relaxing ends videos i mean one of his most viewed ones i remember it's like got the monkey bomb the classic i think he had a video with it recently had like you're setting up the classic uh monkey bomb right before you throw it and he had that on transit he was doing his transit high round run attempts and some of those are some of the most classic zombie matches but with that said it was removed some of the most basic competitive natures i remember i'd go on i'd see on my friends list like uh tom the syndicate project i'd be like i want to get a higher round than tom or my buddy ryan mm-hmm. would see me in black ops so he'd be like i'm yeah. gonna get one round higher than reed because screw reed and that was part <laughs> of the fun of it all um yeah i, I agree do you like die rise Yes, that is my oh, favorite Black Ops 2 zombie map. Fuck! Yes. God damn it, bro. Fist bump, man. I love that map. It's God. one of the hardest, most unique zombie maps. Oh. In all, yes. All of yes. everything. God. So, it, you know, World at War Verrucked was a Jeff, very challenging map. God damn it. Oh, right. yeah. Got those VIP rights now. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew this was going this way. Oh, no, bro, that was that, that was the best map. There's so much to say about that. And also day one, we did get the world record for that map, four player. We we got round 34, me relaxing Christian and then one other guy. And the next highest round was 29. So we destroyed everyone else day one. Um, hmm. <laughs> just have to throw that out there. But yeah, no, man, <laughs> there were so many crazy glitches. Do you remember day one? Everyone could get the liquefier yep. and just fucking, yep. Yep, yep, open up the map yep. and, and like... Just, just the whole idea of having a, you know, a fucked up skyscraper be a zombie map is so sick. And like, you could just jump off the map at any time. And who's who? You know, it was a one-off perk. I love that perk. And um, you know, they added the Mark II later, and, and just the verticality to the map. And it's, it's truly like one of the best maps of all time, in my opinion. Thank you. This is all I needed to hear. I never wanted to hear yeah. this, but this and the jumping jacks and the the little trample scene thing from Transit. Like you know, Transit overall wasn't that great. Like I think mm-hmm. you said earlier, it was kind of ahead of its time and tried. It was too ambitious. Like if yeah. it would come out, if it had come out on Xbox One or PS4, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, they got the little things from Transit, and then like, oh my god, the song "We All Fall Down." No, that's, like, that's dude, good. Yeah, no, I definitely give you that. Perfect, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I take it you have a hot take, and you're you're like an anti die rise guy. Well, mainly because John's so pro die rise. That's basically I've taken the position. John is so pro die rise. The transportation drives me nuts in that map. It's very close to being an like an absolutely excellent map to me for my mm-hmm. play style. But like, just let the keys be reusable. Like, don't get rid of them right. instantly. Like, yes. Call the elevators, and all of a sudden the flow of the game is a little bit better. I do yeah. like. I can totally understand and appreciate the perspective. Like, you got to be smart about your decisions if you're gonna go around the map and you make a mistake oh i actually want to go back you got to go through the whole map unless you're clever enough with the trample steams if they're in the right places at the right time it was just one of those maps that is just it's so 
nah, to me. It just doesn't. And then John promotes it like it's the greatest goddamn thing in the world. I'm like, I just, on principle, I can't be a part yeah. of this. If you're, I, if you're, so I, um, I don't know who made this site. Uh, oh no! All, oh but, Jesus! Uh, if you want to keep up to date, there's a website. Has Diarize been remastered? Oh my god! Oh my god! Who no, did that? Who did that? Bitch. I have no idea, and it definitely wasn't me. And this um, definitely doesn't impact my opinion on the map. Um, no. So I've been going. I actually the other day I was I, I've been thinking about firing up my remaster die rise campaign and i did look into getting a billboard in santa monica god, outside Freyark. god damn um, it hell slightly yeah, out of my budget but i'm looking into ways to crowdfund this yeah um, sure sure out for that i just think it would be hilarious if like a great video. a lot of hearts driving into Treyarch, and what's that a big billboard outside with my face and a thumbs up that says yo if you can get vonderhaar on camera that'd be gold oh That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm a massive proponent of Die Rise, and I like I like the verticality, and I like how it it kind of makes the player uncomfortable. Because yes, it yes, it's it path. You can't yes. turn around sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, fire I think, is one of the best wonder weapons we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing was better than like the first month or two of release when you could sit in the elevator shaft and get. Oh my god, yeah. that was fun. High around on one. Very broken, yes, but something about that I just loved. It, it was almost like the two, first two months, it was almost Revelation-esque, right? Where just mm-hmm. anyone could get a high round yeah. if you knew the strat, and it wasn't that hard. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah you know, that was so sick. And, um, yeah, it like, has- Die Rise was great, and it was such a unique experience, and I want them to try more things like that in the future. Like, like you said, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be nervous and kind of unnerved when you play zombies. Like, that's why I love World at War for mm-hmm. Rux so much. Like, yeah. it's up there as one of my favorite zombie maps of all time. Oh, I agree. Like, I still have a memory. Um, I, I got that map the second it came out, right, mm-hmm. back in 2008, yeah. nine, something like that. And, um, like, you know, I had to go to school in, like, an hour, but yes. I remember downloading and it was still dark in the morning, and I got to, like, round oh. six and died, and it was the most scared I'd ever oh. been. I'm like, dude, I am fucking freaking out right now, man. You're such like, an the map OG. Was and the way they sprint at you and stuff, yep. it, was, it was just so great. Oh. And, you know, I – oh, man, man, I, I love that map. And there's only one good camping strat on that map for four players, and you mm-hmm. all have to get PTRSs and snipe like your life depends on it. Oh. it it's it's the best map. All map. the nostalgia it, it, you're also, hitting me with. It's, God it's damn. from multiple. <laughs> styles of play yeah uh-huh. you can train in the um i forget pillars it's it's next to you know, the main quick the main revive easy training spot it's uh-huh. you know what I'm but, talking it's about. by Whatever the betty's next funny. to quick revive don't open that door on that side you go all the way yes, around through yes, power yeah not through quick revive um, not the side right next to quick revive you can you can train there you can train the whole map as well like yeah um i was talking you know like it's there's like a fridge that's stuck in the ground um it's like a long ship room. Half the wall's blown out. Uh, oh, wait, is right that right before, in right spawn? The, right, you before open the big, the... right before the big elevator shaft. So if you if you uh, go down... Are we talking die rise or are we talking Varrocks? I thought we were talking Varrocks. Oh. I thought we were talking Varrocks. Oh, oh, I thought we were talking Varrocks. Okay, oh, yes, 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 there it is. That's right. Oh, elevator God. shaft. Where the hell is that? Yeah, we were talking Varrocks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I okay. got mixed up for a It's second. totally fine. No, but yeah. I, just, I just wanted to quickly say the die rise is suited for multiple play styles where you can... There's a couple very easy places to train. Yeah. There's also a number of really good camping spots that you know they're not amazing for getting to the high rounds but you can do them if you want 
Mm-hmm. Well, I miss camping. That's one of the big my play styles, and I feel like this is obviously the most biased setup question ever. Asking that guy who camps <laughs> if he enjoys yeah. camping in zombies, uh, but that was part of the strategies back in the day. Doris was one of my favorite maps because you could be strategic and what doors you open, just like any of the other World at War maps, and that suddenly created a new way to play the game. You were managing one barrier, like one of the classic ones on Doris is by the fly trap. You have just the barrier behind you and then there's the whole hallway if you don't open the door to the animal testing and you don't open the door to the mainframe and they're all coming at you yeah. from one one way and that's just fun one guy sits with a flamethrower at the window and everyone's buying carbine ammo and you're trying to survive that is that is zombies that's definitely my play style I over agree, the years I agree. it's just like you and your boys holding an area down as long as you can mm-hmm. and, and the replayability factor like like you said like testing different strats mm-hmm. okay let's try it with this door shut let's try it with this door open and it, it was so oh. just simple yet intricate intricate at the same time and mm-hmm. um yeah man it, it's just it's just all freaking awesome I, I, um, now in comparison to black ops 4 i feel like i've lost that i, I it's very much migrate you have to train like you get super yeah. sprinters at round 55 mm-hmm. where are you camping and if you're camping it's i have the most powerful wonder weapon and i'm gonna just shoot the floor and shoot the floor and for some reason like i've done that already right i, I did it on die rise i've done it in buried like i, I it gets to a point to me where it's like the one camping strategy in like ancient evil. It doesn't matter. I can camp anywhere. It has nothing to do with the location anymore because it's all just about the power weapon. You're either constantly sprinting. I find in the gameplay in Black Ops Four, or you. It doesn't really matter where you're camping. There, there isn't that puzzle yeah. to solve. Yeah. There isn't that yeah. gameplay loop, uh, especially for four players. It's like. It doesn't really matter. Like I, yeah. I don't see any of those videos anymore, and maybe it I, is a lack of trying from creators' parts. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't see those videos where people in Ancient Evil or Classified have strategically not bought in certain doors. And I don't want to even use Classified because it's a five map. They're, they're, that strategy already has existed. Any of the newer maps, I, I, I don't see that prevalent like it used to be at the very least. Yeah, you mentioned Pack-A-Punch, um, and, you know, dude, like, Pack-A-Punch is another way I, I think they've kind of dropped the ball. Like, mm-hmm. Black Ops 3, they made it too overpowered, then Black Ops 4, mm-hmm. it was just kind of a mess. And honestly, like, you know, it was really simple, but maybe Black Ops 2 had the best system where you pack mm-hmm. your gun again, you get one attachment. Yeah. Like, you know, get long barrel on the uh, M1216 or mm-hmm. uh, sniper uh, suppressor on your DSR. You know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe just keep it simple, man. Like, I, I hopefully for the next game, they figure double pack out. I know, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the off-brand studios like uh, Sledgehammer and Infinite, Infinity Ward, they've done zombies mm-hmm. and they, they've had, uh, you know, they, they more or less do the ideas that we would have thought of. Yeah. And Treyarch, I feel like, always steps it up and does their own thing that we're like, oh, dude, I didn't think about that. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's unique, you know? And mm-hmm. I think just the ideas that come out of Treyarch are like just overall better and, and mm-hmm. they're executed like you know better as well well i'm curious was, did you play world war ii zombies uh, do you have any opinions um, on that actually no I, i've been talking to relaxing N, and we're actually gonna like try and play in these next couple weeks here he's pretty busy uh mm-hmm. but yeah we're gonna we're and he like i was just saying like yeah i've never really played world war ii zombies oh. world war ii zombies oh, I, and, he, and he and we were kind of saying like <sighs> you know aren't the maps funnest when you don't know what you're doing and you're like hell yeah so yeah, we're gonna try and do that, and we might play with Plasma Jeff too. I'm uh, I'm pretty good friends with him. We uh we met back in the blackout days, and uh, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he has got a lot of zombie speedrun records. And uh, oh hell yeah, 
he's a he's a cool guy as well. He's a cool guy. Well, let me know, or if you ever if your fourth drops out, just hit me <laughs> up because right. my opinion. I love World at War. I grew up with all that type of stuff. I love the grittiness. World War Two Zombies to me, which is very much what Treyarch would have could have been if they didn't go the Cthulhu route. And that's what really right, resonated right. with me a lot in World War II. It's not perfect. It's not better than Treyarch Zombies in a lot of respects either. Yeah. They they didn't have the budget. They didn't have the resources. They didn't have a big team. But with certain things like the Final Reich, the Frozen Dawn, um, and the Shadowed Throne, those three maps really stand out as excellent maps with lots of benefits. It can really punch you in the face. It can be a difficult and challenging map, but it definitely rewards you for knowing the ins and outs of the map. There's so many idiosyncrasies inside those maps that help players like reward you like one of my favorite things about Treyarch maps in the past was those little benefits you got like moon every time you got the hacking device and you went to moon and then came back without putting on a spacesuit and you kept doing that round to round you would keep getting bumps in points every round just for not having a spacesuit there was no tutorial Mm -hmm. no one told you this wasn't a big easter egg this was just a very quiet gameplay mechanic for rewarding players that stumbled across it or smart enough to use it and now you're getting point bonuses every round just for being a good player because you're taking that extra challenge about having a spacesuit. there's little things like that sprinkled throughout world war ii zombies that i, I thoroughly enjoyed so i, I hope so, you have a good so time would, with it i would say mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it'll be it should be fun and he's going to be host so i'll be on a two bar as well and <laughs> learning the game so i'm excited um but here's a question for you man sure so what is better in your in your opinion right world war ii zombies or black ops 4 I want to say with World War II and when you when you do play it, especially uh-huh. when you do the final Reich, make sure you play through the notebook. Um, mm-hmm. The notebook is like a mini Easter egg or it's it's actually half of the main Easter egg, but it guides you through it. Um, really? It's the okay, casual yeah. Easter egg. Yes, yeah, so they, they put in the first map where they have the casual Easter egg and the hardcore one and the casual one. I think was one of the best day one zombies experiences ever where I felt like I was on an adventure in a way like I never had in zombies. Um, I don't know who in your team will have already done it. I'm assuming that like probably the relaxing it and then Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they'll they, be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they, if they haven't maybe just let you figure it out. Cause it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't need to think outside the box to figure out if you just put a little bit of logic, you'll work your way through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of the best, like just day one, first try experiences I've ever had in zombies. And it's something I haven't seen replicated in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely do that. But um, challenge wise, I'm not sure because yeah. you're always looking for a challenge. This might be too much spoon feeding for you in the same okay. way as the notebook. So it'd be, I'd be curious to see how you develop your opinion on that. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you ask me BO4, what's better BO4 or, uh, World War II like, zombies, zombies like the best maps in world war ii versus the best maps in black ops 4. see this is where i would go i, I would go head-to-head map to map where like the darkest shore as much as i enjoy the darkest shore and i love the little details on it i feel like i have more fun playing ancient evil than the darkest shore i'll play ancient evil mm-hmm. every day over that Shore is not a great map in terms of design no but like some <laughs> of the lore oh dope so cool so well thought out uh for what they had available to them i'm also extremely biased we've had cameron dayton on the show as well yeah. so he's explained stuff to us I, I think that's like a, a sledgehammer guy. Uh, he's the yeah, Jason he Blundell equivalent of okay, okay, um, gotcha. sledgehammer. Uh, also, zombies. take like a map like uh, the Final Reich, or was it? No, not the Final which one. Um, Shadow I always, Throne. I always mix up these names. The so one in Berlin. The Shadow Throne. Yeah, the Shadow Throne. Um, 
you know, like that map, I think, has one of the coolest Easter egg sequences when you go up into the blimp. Oh, it is. Uh, so it's like there's set pieces that are fantastic inside World War Two, and, and it can feel tight. It can feel difficult. But again, I'm not sure there's very much camping in World War Two zombies. That was one of the drawbacks. I think I found it was it was dip well, there were certain places, actually, if you camped by Pack-A-Punch because you can just buy uh, stuff normal. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil too much for him because he wants to go in blind. Yeah, so yeah. let's not spoil too much for him. Are you aware? Are you aware of Jug in this game? Um, I I really don't know. I I'm assuming there's perks, right? Okay, don't don't tell him. Just let him go in blind. Okay. Let him go in blind. Now at this point, so we'll we'll, we'll go. To, we've already probably said perks, too much. They, they, they All right, no, no, perks. it's fine. It's fine. Wait, yeah. When I was talking to Plasma Jeff, he mentioned the fact to me the the fact to me that there were eight maps in the game. That's yeah. crazy, dude. Eight maps in World War Two, and uh, you know that's a lot more than uh, I mean, not more than Black Ops. I think it's four. equal to Black Ops. Oh, eight. Is it eight when you count the um, smaller ones and? TTP. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, and there was see. like one DLC map that split up into three or something. Yeah, like kind of like transit yeah. with a town, farm, and bus depot. Yeah, see, that's where I think you'll like it because you'll see. I I, I think okay, initially, okay, okay. initially you might be like, hmm, but if you unlock things, I think you'll be like, ah, and the challenges. I'll be curious too because those challenges are like kill me in the face difficult. And maybe, you know, you very much are always trying to test yourself. It sounds like in your the way you consume zombies, from what I've gathered, is you like competitive. You like high rounds. You like yeah, doing yeah. the hard challenges. This really rewarded hardcore players. I remember that constantly was a, a calling card of World War II was they were all about rewarding the hardcore fans. Like there's there's a normal level, but for those people that go the extra yard, we're going to give you a challenge. So it's... I wouldn't. I would rather play uh, Final Reich, The Darkest, Shadow Throne, and Frozen Dawn than Blood of the Dead, Voyage of Despair. Uh, but, 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 what, what are some of the other ones? And you know, t Tag, Tog, Alpha Omega. They're sort of, you know, they're there. I can find them for some point. It's just like I don't want to play. Uh, Black Ops maps besides maybe Ancient Evil. That's the one I just really liked. It really resonated with me. Past round 25, 30. I'm like done in Black Ops 4. I don't want to play them too long. With yeah, World War 2, you can get further, but certain things come up that get you about 35, 40 I found in World War 2 that I'm like, okay, this is, this is oh my god, so long. Really? Yeah, but you'll wow, see. There's, there's something in there that is such a bullet sponge you're gonna be like mm, dang it like <laughs> from Call of the Dead or something okay I'll, I'll keep an eye out yes all right so that's enough that's enough spoiling of world war ii for you because yeah. i think you should go in blind with them and i think that'd be a ton of fun for you you know really quickly if we just want to touch on the thing they did before that sure. exo zombie absolutely I, I absolutely love the first uh exo zombie map outbreak yeah that is such a great standalone map it, it's such a basic introduction to the kind of zombies they wanted to do mm -hmm. and it, it felt very nocturne don toten-esque or shinonuma-esque where it was just a simple map but it was still very fun to play and it's great for playing with randoms and um you know yeah. obviously burger town came next oh. and then that, that then that didn't tie it over so well that was like a meme is like the worst zombie map ever made and uh Ooh. well it's that way for a reason but you know um mm -hmm. i thought the last two dlcs were okay but yeah. that initial one man, banger outbreak love that map definitely i think outbreak is one of the, like so i've i've been known on this show for being an exo zombie shill as well as a die rise shill <laughs> yep um 
but yeah, I think I think Outbreak is actually one of the stronger Exo Zombies maps of all of them. And like some of the later ones, like the uh, the one underwater, that one's just lame. Um, right. The, a lot of people like the third DLC, right? Carrier. I yeah, I like well, I, I like Carrier for its like little features. Like I love Plinko. Um, I thought the Wonder Weapon was really unique. Um, setting was all right. I didn't like some of like the mid round challenges. Uh huh. Like the defusing the bomb and stuff. Yeah, was that was unique. That, that was unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, one thing too about Outbreak, wasn't it crazy how the Easter egg went undiscovered, like the good ending for that many years and stuff, and you had to like get the right amount of cards or something, right? And then yeah. you could actually leap on the helicopter. Yeah. That was crazy, dude. The, that was crazy. Yeah. That. Yeah. That that was fun. Th- those are one of those things where you typically hear devs being like, you haven't found everything and you just roll your eyes. You're right. like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yep, sure. And but that was one of those that was just like, damn. Cause wasn't that months and months later that just like, oh yeah, by the way, you can actually su- there's a success. Was it was it part of the super Easter egg or no. I, am I mistaken? No. It, it was just doing the basic Easter egg and, and like you'd always get the bad ending if you didn't like what didn't you have to like melee zombies like a fifty or a hundred times to get oh, like yeah. it was something obnoxious. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Do you think someone either do you think a dev told someone or do you think someone did it by accident? I, I think data mining is the most likely, to um, be honest with you. Eventually somebody that, just yeah. digs in and just figures it out. Not to throw like Noah under the bus, but didn't um <laughs> didn't Noah receive when like he was doing one of his his like Easter egg live streams? Like somebody gave him steps, uh, and then he uh, he used them. In like, Exo, not that he thought like 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 somebody had like leaked them to him. In huh. Exo, I, am I am I making this up in my head? So well, I, that's I'm a different. Gonna... I remember that was a Black Ops Four thing happened with somebody who was first in the world, no, and that was no, smart. No, that no, was a no. different one. That that's that's, that's happened that, before. I could be totally wrong saying Noah's name, so I apologize. Um, for some reason, I just remember people like like people had leaked steps, um, and that some YouTubers got them. Um, I remember it was super shady back in the day, and then on Twitter they just post be, a little would, shitty picture, being like, "Oh, found the next step," and no one and they wouldn't tell anybody they weren't live streaming. It was like so that would, petty. Well, <laughs> that would just make me think that um, if and I could be wrong, but if. If steps were leaked for extra zombies easter eggs as they were happening live, then that's probably how people found out about the um the proper ending. It's very possible. But the thing is, in uh descent, it, what gave it away is there was silver trophies and gold trophies. And people were like, What are the gold trophies? And the devs were like, Those are good endings, and people were like, Oh what? That's right. And then people were going back trying to figure out the good good endings of it all. And I remember it but how they figured them out, that is who knows? I, I, I leaking data mining any of that stuff. I definitely would leave it up to. But maybe the one person that did actually do it, and we're doing a disservice to the person that did find it. Good on you if that's the case. Like holy, to only punch during the card collection step. What? <laughs> that's a level that so much more advanced than like YouTubers that go around and press square and everything to figure out an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. By the way, if somebody in the chat could fill me in as to whether or not I'm talking out of my ass or if I'm remotely close, because I'm not sure. And I'm trying to trying to Google this to figure this out. So if somebody has a better insight into it, remind yeah, me, that'd be great. It's smart, dude. I also don't want to I don't want to throw somebody on the bus undeservedly as well. Sure. Um, smart guy brought up in chat too. If you gave the Google trophy in the final map for doing it, because yeah, I remember there was always all those different trophies next to each other, and yeah, their crew got hit in de- dead of the night. It looked like they were getting fed steps by somebody that had leaked, and we had all the nonsense leak stuff that happened. So it's just one of those things. It's just like whatever. Then you know, 
Leaks yeah. are leaks. What are you going to do? It takes away the competitiveness, but that's one of those things I've I've literally just had to depart but, from. Just like yeah, but they are hype at the same time. You got to admit, mm-hmm. bro. Like a dev leaking yeah. shit to people, yeah. that's hype. Man. Do stuff. Yeah, have fun have with content. it. I, I yeah. I've completely gone from like this holier than thou never leaks to like I don't give a fuck. Right. I, I, an idealist, yeah. and then you're like, yeah, screw it. Nah, yeah. I, I don't, especially after Bo4, like leaks just dominated the game, and I was just like, yeah, you know what, you you right. Right. This isn't the hill to die on. You're right. <laughs> so, so back in the Black Ops three days, yes. I uh, I played Garrod Crovey mm-hmm. with Mr. Waffle Waffle like shortly mm-hmm. after it came out, yep. and I don't remember if I'd seen the video of him like chilling with Jason Blundell at the time mm-hmm. yet. But I I was just talking to him playing the game, and I'm like, so man, do you think there's going to be a DLC five? And he's like, uh, yeah, my sources say yeah, probably. <laughs> And I'm like, hell yeah, bro. You got the hookup. You know what's up. You're in the loop. Yeah. I thought it's so cool. They were such good friends. Yeah. No, it was. I, you know, they still are, obviously, but. Yeah. It, the community had it, just a strange, strange falling out because it, I, I made a whole video on it for my mainframe series. The, the community, and it's not the sole point, too, which a lot of people, they take, uh, I'm big video essays every Friday and I just do a wow. really deep dive on something of in the zombies community. And I try and do decent high production value on it. And one of the things I dove into the community, it was at a time where there's this high volatility where people like we had game of Thrones bomb stars, last Jedi and co- zombies all bomb depending on your, yeah. your preference um, in that year. And people were just hating the fandoms. They were angry about everything. They cannibalize themselves in the community and Treyarch, for the first time ever, experienced them being the bad guys. The community wasn't on their side. And just how badly yeah. that impacted the developer's psyche and their atmosphere. Um, I get essays telling me I'm an idiot, even though we've gone to the studio and talked to them. And they literally told us just like they listen to the Reddit page, the Twitter pages at the studio. They have live updates of their Twitter, their Reddits, um, their social media accounts, YouTube channels. They don't just listen to content creators. They do. And they obviously do have in mind, like mutations were clearly something they were trying to give to content creators to have unlimited content that didn't hit home. And they have all these different people they were trying to please. They were trying to do the right thing and doing the right thing got them just berated. And that impacts the the craft the love uh, zombie chronicles event they were talking about this is the swan song that dlc5 that milo hinted at from his sources this was a love letter to the community and it totally was that at that time so it's yep. it, it's sad to see that how how much they got beat up in black ops 4 but in the same and what role the community played in it all like I'm, and of course i was a bitch about bo4 the entire time too so i don't pretend to be again holier than thou or i don't make mistakes absolutely but it's this interesting dynamic of like how treyarch has to evolve past this to try and learn from the mistakes because they're it's absolutely still their fault they still mismanaged the game they still didn't put out a product we liked so you you can go as far as you want to be like oh you know they didn't have resources you know this didn't happen this didn't happen at the end of the day if the game's not fun the game's not fun so so there's that line you, you gotta balance where it's like you can still sympathize or empathize with the developers and how big a struggle it was to even get black ops 4 zombies out the door but in the same respect you are justified in your criticisms to be like this was not a fun zombies experience uh if you feel that way because i know there is a pocket uh a vocal pocket of people on the internet that adore black ops 4 i think it's the best zombies today in the gameplay is the best and um, i i don't want to disparage their opinions 
either because no, I mean they're definitely in the minority. Yeah, but there there's something there's something to take away from every game. Every single map has something yeah, positive sure, sure. you can take from it, and I think they might just focus on that, and that's what they get the most out of. Where like you I, said, I mean, again, love die rise. It's, it's just- yeah, it's just about how they bounce back now and what Black Ops 5 will be like. So that's that's all we can do at this point. Absolutely. All right. John, do you have any more questions you want to run through before topic time? Um, no, I think I hit um, all of my questions. <laughs> you want to jump into topic time? Yeah, because we're going to just keep going. I can, Jeff, is, right. it's too all much right. fun to talk to. This is <laughs> We'll be here for hours if we don't start getting into the Patreon questions. Topic time is when we uh, throw it into our Patreon just to see what they want us to uh, discuss. Um so we'll see going down. Uh, Captain Murphy says, uh, do you think the Origins G-Strike grenades were originally intended uh, to get the one-inch punch and was changed late in development? And then he lists some evidence. Okay. One, if you melee, uh, you use melee kills to fill the tablet. Two, there's a symbol of a fist on the actual tablet. And three, it's so easy to do that maybe they changed it last minute so that it wouldn't get, so they wouldn't get it too soon and be OP. Um, is that for me or is that for you guys? I think it's that was that was just that was just in general. Oh, okay. just so um, so is it more or less that the tablets were the fist Easter egg and not the strike grenades? Is what he's getting after that you I just so, you just yeah. pick up the tablets, you knife a little bit, and then you would have got the upgraded fist or the fist. You don't upgrade I them until the last step of the second to last step of the Easter egg. Um, I don't know. Uh, right it's uh that that's one of those that's a dev one that that's so easy where the fist could just be indicating to the player you need to melee right yeah so and that that's what the quest is you put it in the pot you clean it you melee the zombies you bring it back you melee the zombies again you get your strike nades mm-hmm. i don't know um caboose 501 says has anybody on the show played uh star wars fallen order i still gotta get through that i own it I uh, can't say that I have. The most I've done is watch XCal play some of Star Wars Battlefront 2, the one that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I haven't played those at all. That game has improved like crazy over the years from launch. That is a different yeah, that's game. What I heard. Wasn't it like super heavy with microtransactions and like yep. a massive yeah. backlash? And then they eventually made things better. Yeah. And uh, it's nice to see games actually improve. So. Big time. No Man's Sky, another good example of that. And you actually reminded me a point I want to bring up earlier that you said about Gobblegums were done right in the system versus the Elixirs gameplay wise. There's also a way to craft them. Like we needed a Newton's cookbook so bad in BO4 in the same respect that it wasn't just pay to win. You just wait a certain day and eventually you'll be able to craft. You, whatever item you need it for your microtransaction for your consumable. There's got to be a way in game for players to get it naturally without having to shell out money and be a victim to RNG nonsense. Uh huh. All right. So what's the next one? Yeah. Uh, me, me flip, uh, slip says, uh, have you fellas watched any good movies during quarantine? I've taken the time to clear my backlog. Recently, we're all watched Lawrence of Arabia, the great escape and Ben Hur. Ben uh, note, it's crazy how those movies hold up if they're a bit long oh my god that's great um my roommate and i intend to today watch uh shawshank redemption i've never seen that oh dude that's great what john oh you have god. it yeah oh my god i've never seen it 
Dude. Okay, no comment. No comment. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> I also, on the opposite end of the spectrum, convinced my uh, my roommate yesterday to watch Rudolph's Shiny New Year. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this movie. Is that the, like, it's not Muppets, but, like, the no, this claymation? Is, this is the original claymation cartoon in which Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a caveman, Benjamin yes. Franklin, yes. and the New I've Year's baby go back in time to save New Year's. It's the most oh. ridiculous Christmas movie ever. Yep. And I, I convinced my roommate, who who's Muslim, to watch this movie. And he, he just texts me and goes, this is the most white people shit I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> yep. God damn it. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm just watching the Jordan documentary right now. Like, when I sit down at night, it, part five and six are coming out tonight, the mm. Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, and, oh my God, it's so oh, well done, really guys. Good. And, like, I, I became a pretty big fan of the NBA back in, like, 2016 with, like, LeBron and everything and, and like, beating the Warriors, and they were the mm-hmm. team to beat and all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, so like, no, finding everything about Jordan and, dude, six rings, man. You got to put some respect on the name, bro. Amazing. Like, that's just, so where do you, where do yes. you stand, Jordan or uh, Jordan or LeBron? Well, I think LeBron still has more time. Like his career isn't over yet, you know. And until both are are complete, I mean, Jordan's is. Uh, then then I can really sit there and look at things. But I mean, as it stands right now, Jordan, right? He got two three peats. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> bro, that that's why it's it's like, hard. To, it's, hard to argue, it's hard to argue six and zero oh in the finals. Um, I lean LeBron just because, like, uh-huh. you know, I know LeBron better. Mm-hmm. I like sure, sure. As, I really like LeBron as a person, so I like rooting for him. I don't yeah. know Michael Jordan that well, but I, you know, you can't, you can't. Yeah, no. So you I, I'm, I'm the same man. I, two, three peats. Yeah, I was a LeBron guy too. Um, and again, like I didn't know that much about Jordan. You know, he was kind of before my time. Like I was like five years old when he was doing all that stuff. I, I didn't know anything about that. Um, but you know, just the retrospect and watching this later, and just the like how competitive he was, and just like his mentality, like that's that's some life shit right there. Mm. You know, that you can apply to your everyday life and just being the best yeah. you can be. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's on my watch list right now. I yep. definitely want to get through that. I'm literally writing yeah. down so many of the things that I need to get through. Like some of the ones one, I haven't watched. Watch a upon time in Hollywood. Last the last unicorn, Citizen Kane, The Shining, Moonlight, Green Book. These are all just recent movies or the classics oh, yeah. I haven't gotten through. I oh, will yeah. add the Michael oh, Jordan oh, documentary. Yes, yes. I don't. I don't suppose you guys are familiar with uh, Love Is Blind. Do you? Oh, I've heard of that. A romantic movie? <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a TV show on Netflix. Um, it's not something I would have expected myself to watch and be like hooked on, but um, but I, I recently got there, and it's basically this reality show where like these couples go on a bunch of dates without seeing each other, and then decide okay. whether or not to get married, and then oh, like sh- and then get married in like ten days without having ever seen each other. It's one of the most like, wild shit I've seen on like it's, it's on like Netflix. the bachelor on crack pretty much. Yeah, yes. it's like the bachelor on crack. And I, I was not expecting myself to watch this show and like get hooked. But like one episode uh-huh. in and I'm like, I gotta watch all these. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting it, but it was good. Yeah, I think I've been more stand-up and podcasts. I've been really crushing it uh during the uh coronavirus right now because i've been trying to do work as well i haven't dove into movies and that's one of the big things i've been wanting to do is just take some time off and dive into movies even rewatch some of the miyazaki films i've been having such a craving to rewatch so many of the miyazaki films 
if I can recommend a podcast, look yes. up Armstrong and Getty. It, it's uh, where definitely. I live, actually, but it's a local, nationally syndicated uh, radio talk show that is uh, like kind of conservative slash libertarian leaning. Okay. But it's not really about that. They're just looking at the news of the day and calling them as they see them. And they're like, mm-hmm. they're just a really interesting group of guys. And there's like a producer that's kind of like a gamer. Like he's like 30 years old and he plays games all the time, eats mm-hmm. cereal for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> and he plays like, Legends and like, oh, dope. he's kind of. But the, but they're also two very smart individuals, mm-hmm. like the main host of the show. And yeah, give it a listen. You know, oh, see yeah. how you like Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty. Okay. Right. Magna Collider asks, uh, Jeff, what's your favorite map for camping? Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. You know, I, I think it, it, I just have to say World at War Jerese because that was the video that made my channel. And um, a little backstory. So the day before Jerese came out, Treyarch made a tweet saying, our highest round is round 32. Good luck. Let's see what you guys can do in the community. And me and my friends, the night the map came out, right, the next day we played uh, a game with our dream team and we got to round 33. And the thing is, on round 32, everyone died but me and I actually had to clutch the round. And I came up with a camping spot and we did it and it was the most hype thing ever. And the OG ray gun and wool at war is so fucking good, guys. I don't know if you Oh my God, yes. Yeah, even when you go down, you get like 80 shots when it's pack-a-punched. And Mm -hmm. it's just like... Man, yeah, World at War for sure. And then, you know, if I if I had a name a close second, um uh, I don't know, man. Maybe probably Die Rise, you know, just I, I've had a bunch of crazy high round games in there. I've gotten world records and, and like i love that map too. Oh, that's great. Um, and then follow up to that, uh any expectations for uh Call of Duty twenty twenty? Yeah, um, I think it's going to be a mess. <laughs> um, just just based on everything. So even before everything that happened, right, with COVID, you guys, mm-hmm. I'm sure you keep up with the news that Sledgehammer was taken off the project and Treyarch was asked to step in and take over and yep. salvage what they could. Yep. And, and so the thing is, like, Black Ops 4 was made in a very short period of time, too. Like, I, I don't know if you guys know, but... They, uh, they were trying to do an Overwatch-style Call of Duty for a long time, yep. and then, I don't know, playtesting or something went bad, but they scrapped that, mm-hmm. and they made Black Ops 4 multiplayer in, like, nine months. You know, mm-hmm. that's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, like, for what it is, it's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect for Black Ops 5. Um, I, I don't know that there will be a campaign, and, like, I don't know if Blackout 2 is happening, and I hope if they're going to do zombies, they just do one or two maps at launch at most. Nothing more, you know? Just, just put all your time and effort into making good, simple, fun experiences. And for me, the biggest thing I judge a, a zombie map on is how well it plays with randoms, man. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's my home. That's my main thing I've always done. And and like even before I was doing it on YouTube, I, that's just how I love to play, man. And um, you know, I, I just hope they're good for playing with randoms. They're good for high rounds. And you know, I I wasn't always a big fan of the Easter eggs back in the day, and I thought the community went a little too far with it. And I thought Treyarch could have been spending more time like working on new enemy types and like gameplay things mm-hmm. as opposed to story things. But you know, they they found a right balance. Um, like that's why I think Shadows of Evil is the perfect map. Like they they basically did everything I ever wanted them to do. They added more enemy types. They had an Easter egg you could do if you really wanted to do it. The map mm-hmm. was big, but it wasn't too big, and it was just a great map overall. And I don't think people maybe appreciated it at the time. And then also mm-hmm. there is a last gen version of uh, yeah. the map on yeah. a 360 dude. And that shit is so hardcore. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to point something out to you. Uh, 
that is such an excellent perspective about how to play with randoms because one of the first criticisms I heard of Ancient Evil that I thought was so justified and it shows how disconnected Treyarch can be when designing these maps is who's the idiot that said all four players have to press square to get to pack a punch to ride Pegasus. What, oh, really? what a horrible that, idea. So with with randoms, they're, they're just never going to go there. They're never going to okay, show well, up. This was also the same idiot that said, stand on all four pressure press. Shang. Yes, sure. Yes, dude, sure. No, sure. Same places. But, that but, been, but, but that's for... Oh, no, that is that is for Pack-A-Punch as well. Okay, so that's fair. That's fair. And do that every time. So, okay. Yep. Fair enough. But I will say that and, that is and a maybe it, people have yeah, maybe if they did it so just like the first time you'll have to stand on the tablet, and then after that it's open every time if one person stands on it. Or I don't know, you know, yeah. in hindsight, you know, I wish they yeah. could have fixed that. But, but you know, but no, like, overall, good map. You know, people hated Shangri-La, and that was probably one of the reasons. Do you think over time we've just adjusted to all the bullshit? And that's why Shang aged or much better? Things so, yeah, yeah, things are so bad now that, like, the old things don't look as bad. Yeah. Maybe it's some of that. Because I remember there was multiple complaints for casuals and publics. And I remember reading playing commenters being like, who plays publics? And I think that is a very valid point. If you can play in a public lobby, then that might that might be a good barometer of how good a map can play. If you can play with anybody, then it could be that the map is universally a much better map than normal. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um this isn't a patron question, but I saw it in the chat and I had to ask. Um, have you met up with Killa Jason yet? Have you seen him reunited? <laughs> like, like, do you mean like in person on Xbox <laughs> Live? Um, <laughs> never. I've on never Xbox had any Live communication with him. I, I think maybe at some point he maybe sent me a message. I don't know. But then I also see comments saying he changed his gamer tech because he didn't like all the uh, the publicity, so to say. Um, That's hilarious. But yeah, no, I've never talked to him. That's funny. Um, oh, where'd it go? I just dropped the chat. Um, this one's for you, Reed. Uh, go, okay. This is from Cheese Pup. Going off the last mainframe episode, which was awesome, by the way. Oh, thanks. I have a feeling that the uninspired transportation and maps subconsciously makes me not use them, and I find myself using it on Voyage and Dead of the Night because I think and I have to find myself not using them on Voyage and Dead of the Night because I forget they exist. Mm -hmm. And I could also, I also couldn't tell where you were going with them. Anyway. Going with what? I guess where you're going with those transportation. Yeah. So I, I may just catch you guys up uh, because we all don't like if you if you post zombie videos, you typically don't ever want to watch zombie videos about someone else. <laughs> you don't want to watch the other YouTubers. Maybe every now and then there's a good video out there, but you, you get your overdose. So the mainframe episode was about transportation and I was making a few arguments. I, I believe transportations can help enhance maps. I don't believe it's a make or break that it's going to mean the map is unplayable and hate it and all this type of stuff. But I think a good transportation system really enhances how a, a game, a map plays. And it can also play into the lore really well like Zetsubo Noshima, you have that pathway you can run through which helps with the map the zip line inside the map you have the pipe systems inside the map and it gives a little more immersion it gives a little more feel than just plop down a portal and go through the portal it fit in soe because that was very much the tone they were going for it helped get around you had the uh suspended uh train which is it's not a rail car i forgot the the name of the 
railway system inside SOE. But you have that, you have the teleporters, you have beast mode, you have all these ways of getting around that are pretty good. But then by revelations and then into chaos, you end up getting these just generic portals. And there's no longer a story being told. Like you're saying you're clutch. How many times in clutch and GE, Doris, God damn it, Doris, you got in a teleporter and you're sprinting to one of your friends that got down. You've Go away, everyone's down, and now you're sprinting to get back to where everybody was camping, and you created that magical memory because of the transportation of the map, of the limitations. When you just basically click a button, press square to go exactly where you need to go, I think it takes away a lot of the immersion and the gameplay loop of the map. I think there's still an argument for speed. You very much can. It's still fast. It's faster just to go inside uh, a teleporter. And in the Chaos storyline, it fits the narrative, which is it's still boring because it just feels like we're doing the same trial and doing the same thing over and over again versus, you know, the tools and every map is its own unique experience. But then you take the next step of the devs. I can hear them argue as well, saying, like, we don't have the resources, right? We, we, we can't make unique transportation systems because then we might have to remake the entire map. Moon might have been completely made by its unique transportation transportation systems so with those thoughts in mind i think that harkens to the point of focus on your launch maps right just do two make two really good maps don't do four okay maps and with quests that are more tedious than fun i I found most things in black ops 4 to be tedious for my game gameplay experience transportation wise i feel like there's so much more to be added uh transit was one step away from being something incredible by just being able to call the damn bus to a location they had in the code you could refuel the transit bus and that would allowed you to put go to a specific location on the map to speed things up instead of running the fog and having denizen screaming in your ear for five minutes at a time as you're sprinting and god forbid you get turned around so there's definitely a great balance, the key and die rise, like I said, that you can get around. Uh, Call of the Dead did such a great job with Flipper, with zip lines, with Cave, with a slide. And yep. then Tog, I feel, even expanded that, where you could not slip under, you could swim, you could blow up areas to get through, you could shoot a pipe to get rid of fire and then walk into a new area. Those things I really want to see a lot more of like, hey, did you know if you shoot that thing, it opens up a new pathway? It's like, cool, yeah, legit, sure, let's do that. Uh, so that's, I believe, what he was asking me about. That's how I feel about it all. Um, last one, Ultimate Noob 23 says, any advice for the Napalm zombie stuff in Shangri-La? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback question. Oh, God. How do we do it? We could keep him alive the entire time. You could do the Shang thing. Uh, you could keep the napalm alive and get it all done in almost the same round. Get all four focusing stones. What did you do for Oh, my it? God. That's right. right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Easter egg four. I actually fucking did that one time. We yeah. did the Easter egg four times in one game. Yeah. And we all had fucking Perkaholic. Yeah. And all Hell Dude, yeah. <laughs> that took hours, though. Jesus Christ. There was a way that you could keep the napalm pacified if you didn't get close enough to him. That Because you only need him to just to keep relighting it. Otherwise, you can just run through the whole Easter egg as soon as you have him. Um, God, what was... It's been so long. Um... With the napalm step, obviously you have to wait, and Zombie Chronicles is super forgiving. It's like napalm every single round. Uh, <laughs> you definitely get all your players in one way, and then you end up walking him through the map. You can use him to trigger the spike mores, and then the spike mores, you only need two spike mores, so each person has uh, 
two per round. If you ration it out properly, you can get all four in the same round by just having him walk and it won't kill him. And you just keep pacifying the napalm, uh, basically dedicate one player to it, and the rest can just have at it. That's um, not the greatest advice, but there, there's definite optimization for the napalm that you can do everything inside one round and a matter of not getting close. I think it's just coordination with your players. Just coordinate as go. best you can. Shout out to Spike Mores, the coolest play Mores <laughs> yes! in all of them. Yes. Oh, I love that. I used to run around and be like, secret Spike more man. And put them down and blow things up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was it for uh, topic time. What do you got for donuts? Donos, Mr. Drown73 donates and he says, good evening, gentlemen. Was that last night? No, it was two hours ago. Hopefully all is well. Stay safe, stay healthy, and have a good day. Thank you so much, Mr. Drown. Good to see you here every week, every stream. You stay safe as well and have a wonderful day. Um, Klamath Steel donates and he says, World at War is the GOAT. And I agree. I have so many fond memories. Shit. Yes, okay. Who, do, do you have... Um, here, everybody share, if you, if you have one off the top of your head, just a fond memory. Not your favorite memory, but a fond memory you might have of World at War. Do you have any off the top of your head? Uh, I got one. So, Shino Numa came out mm-hmm. my freshman year of high school, the day after, like, the year ended and summer started. So, as oh. soon as school ends, the next day, Shino Numa comes out. Oh. And, oh, my God, that was just the best thing ever. And uh, I've been waiting for the one. Oh. Like, all that, dude. And- yes. Yeah, the Wonder Wolf. Oh my God, bro. Mm. Oh. oh, yeah. And, oh, and they introduced the uh, dogs. What is it, the primitive origins, the whatever, the 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 OG zombie characters yes. we all know. Of. Like there was just so much to love about that map, and yeah, that's that's a really special zombie memory for me. Oh. That Shino knew going out. Oh, it's so good. You just made me think about the time I was I was doing baseball during the summer, um, and my team as we were playing. One of the things I got really like I, I wasn't. There was two kids on the team that were freaks of nature athletes. And the way I got in with them is because they like zombies. And they, I, yeah. I, I would explain things to zombies to them. And then every day as we're warming up, they'd be like, dude, bring, 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 come here, come here. I got to talk to you about this. And yeah, they would yeah. be figuring things out. Oh, Shino Numa is just the sounds of it, too. And just hearing the ambience of that map is just so. Mwah. That's creepy pasta. I love it. Absolutely love it. John, do you have a fun World at War memory, whether it be zombies, multiplayer War campaign? The problem with World at War is it's it's slightly before my time. Die! Uh, that's right. Uh, you I mean, suck. <laughs> I, mean, I, I must have been in. What did World at War come out? Two thousand nine. Two thousand eight to two thousand nine. Two thousand eight. I think I was in November of eight. I think I was. I think I was in like the fifth grade. Holy shit! Yeah, mean, only, a young buck. Yep. I'm only. I'm. I'm. I'm twenty two. And so I was, I was trying to do the math in my head to see, like, if freshman year, if you were a freshman in high school, what, like, the cap is. <laughs> yeah, I was slightly too young. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, next donation from Rory Sharon. Love this discussion. Been here since World at War and love zombies still. None of my friends care much anymore, but I'll be following till zombies is no more. Well, thank you for the donation. And I feel that. At the very True least. Fan. Yeah. At the very least. I'm, you're going to keep up with it. Every now and then I still peek in on The Walking Dead no matter how much. I'm like, this is hot trash. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) But every now and then I'm like, what's Negan up to? Oh, God. What are they doing with the story? And then you're like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Um, And that's the TV show, not the comics. The comics seem to be doing just fine still. Uh, I think they're over now, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I might read. Finish it off then. That's great. Uh, David Ortega 
donates and says, hi, again, question for everybody. Uh, would you want the old perk system back in the next Treyarch Zombies or the BO4 system just woke up, uh, woken up? I, For me, it's progress, though, right? Like, don't just be like, oh, go back to the old thing because we're uncreative. I feel like there's definitely room to improve on the perk system. But with that said, not Black Ops 4. I didn't enjoy that. I think no. keep pushing it forward. What do you guys think? I want the old perks back. I like I just miss flat. the charm. I miss the I miss the 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 charm of them, you know, the jingles that they all had their own identity. All that's gone. Definitely. Oh, I definitely so, want all that back. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree basically that the old perk system needs to come back, but maybe one thing they could take away from the Black Ops 4 system is like say you're buying your perks, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe one perk you buy gets to be pro and it mm -hmm. has that extra bonus effect that it like maybe suits your play style. Maybe sure. they can do that, but they can have the OG system where you only get four perks. And then if you do like various things on the map, you get more perks, you know, but yeah. you can't have like eight pro perks. You can only have one pro perk. That would be a fun idea. Yeah. And then it yeah. helps optimize builds and then you skew towards a play style. I, I think there's yep. a lot of merit there. Uh, Adam the West became a member. Adam West became a member. Thank you so much, Adam. Will Thompson became a member. Thank you so much. And the final question coming in hot from David is, I wanted to especially hear from you guys live on Zombros. Uh, give me your honest word of the old perk system. Question from my previous Super Chat. Oh, yeah, we get it to the end. So we didn't realize, as I say, we state in every episode, we get to it. All donations are done at the end, so it doesn't interrupt the flow of the podcast. So we don't get a donation. Be like, hey, whatever we're talking about, let's forget about that for a second. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So... Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Jeff. This has been an absolute blast to talk about zombies with you. Where can everybody find you? I, I have links to your Twitter and your YouTube channel, but what are you doing? Yeah. Is there anything you want to shout out and talk about? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm just line. yeah, I'm just working on videos every day. I'm getting back into the flow of things. I'm actually about to go meet up with a friend after this. Uh, I, I have an online gaming friend, right? I, I've been mm -hmm. playing games years never met him in real life and he's got an extra 360 he doesn't need mm -hmm. and I, I need a new xbox so he's gonna come over and actually give it to me and oh. uh, then i can then i can play the og cods and maybe a, a certain series with randoms might get revived you Ooh. never know so, uh, that's uh, that's what i got on the pipeline right now oh that is exciting so everyone make sure to go check out jeff that guy who camps he's his twitter and youtube are linked in the description down below if you want to follow up with that and i am so happy to have had you on hopefully we will see you again as the zombies keeps ramping up over the summer to continue to hear your opinions as hopefully a good product gets delivered for us for the next call of duty i mean if it's black ops 5 you know we're all gonna be like oh boy but whatever the <laughs> yeah, next sure, the future sure. holds for us yeah, thank you, you never know john any uh, patreon announcements we uh we did post the gameplays all that's up for the patrons uh any other last minute things i watched tiger king the first couple episodes so we will have the tiger king bonus episodes i think that bonus episode going uh on patreon very much so be safe until we see you on the next episode of zombros bye now see ya thank you for tuning into this episode of zombros make sure to download the podcast on itunes and support the show on patreon if you haven't already if you have the time be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going links will be in the description we'll see you in the next episode